Thank you for visiting Discontinued on Display. We are so happy you have joined us. At this time, we ask of you a few small favors. Please remain with your guides at all times. If you separate, you will get lost. Please refrain from eating or drinking in the museum, and please, this time, do keep your hands, arms, and all other limbs inside the ride at all times, because things here are going to get weird and dangerous. everyone and welcome back into the penultimate episode of season two Uh, yeah my name is matt and i am chris yes um so we decided uh to do something a little bit different for this episode um i mean definitely we're gonna be doing other toy seasons and even maybe some of the stuff we talk about today may get a full episode at some point Mm -hmm. but there was just so much and in some cases some stuff that just didn't in my mind have a episode long arc that we Mm -hmm. could do but still was worth mentioning yeah uh and so we decided to do like a kind of a top five list for each of us of dangerous weird wacky discontinued toys that that we could find or even just ones i'd also ones that like didn't necessarily get discontinued for any reason just they're discontinued and that that's that's it <laughs> that's it and so we put we each picked five we did not compare notes i don't know what's on matt's list he does not know what's on mine we're gonna go from five all the way down to one um and we're gonna go back and forth and see if we had any crossover which will be really fun if we both found something like equally weird or distressing yes. um as a toy mine i find mine are all very distressing uh, mine can be very distressing though i do have one that has a tv show and I actually, I have one that I want to come back like nobody's business. So All right, I'm, I'm saving that one for last, but these are in no particular order. So um, do you, do you, would you want to take the honors? Do you want me to go? How, how do you, how, what do you want? Matt, I would be honored if you told me your number five first. Okay. So my number five is very boring because I researched it and it didn't seem like it went away for any reason, but I remember having one of these and that was skip it. Oh, yeah, Skip It was on our long list. And I yeah. was like I remember looking through it to see if there was anything I could find out about it and it it didn't seem like there was anything and like it might still be around but it's not. Ah, oh, those yeah. weapons. Mm. Yeah. Like so it, if for those of you that don't know what this was, this was a not a ball but like a plastic cylinder looking like thing. Plastic cylinder vase looking like it had a vase shape though it was not a vase. Um and it was on this plastic stick stick and then you had a hoop that you put your foot in and then you would whip your foot around and lift your other leg over the the ball of death that was coming at you um and if it hit your ankle like you were down it hurt um but you could you, you you just like you saw how many times you could skip over it it was like jump it was like you know unique jumping rope is pretty much what it was one of my neighbors had it and i could never fi- i tried i could not figure it out but hers had like a counter on it yeah. so every time it circled it would tell you how many like you did 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, it counted for you. So it it, it kind it, of reminds me of remember when we had did clackers. Yeah. Whatever that weapon clackers really resembles. That's what skip it is to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so and it, it I did a bunch of research and it didn't seem like it went away for any reason. Like people weren't getting hurt. It, it just it seemed like people just stopped playing with it. Like skip it just stopped being a thing. I can see that. Like I can't fathom a reason why. Like it would definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I can say is yeah, yeah. Like and, it's and this go is why away. it's on this list because we are now four minutes and twenty seconds into recording, and if we did an episode on skip it, we'd be done. <laughs> I will say uh, you didn't do the eBay stuff, did you? Because that's usually my like thing I do. Oh yeah, I, I I did not eBay anything. Sorry. Okay, I, I just pulled it up. No, 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 don't be sorry. I just pulled it up. Um, you can get a vintage Tiger. It's a t- look. Tiger Electronics is making its way back on you our betcha. list. Um, for. One in package for $103.49. What? Why would you pay that? Um, you can also get the vint- a vintage one from apparently 1988 for 65 It is out of the package. Um, you can also get one from 97 in dark purple for 1999 Christmas is coming, folks. Um, okay, 1999. Yeah. Skip-its are pretty expensive on the eBay, man. Like these are, And then there looks like there's a weird Demi Lovato twister skip-it. Thing. Oh, I don't know what that is. Wow, it's called Twister Rave. We should not be allowing our children to rave, but okay. Uh, so, Matt, do you want to see the 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 skip it come back? Uh, uh, why no? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that you didn't even say yes or no. You just went why? <laughs> like uh, jumping jump rope exists. Just jump rope. Yeah. Um. No, this has no need to come back. Um. Okay. My number five. On my uh, most dangerous uh, toys list is going to be uh, mini hammocks. So, well, I'm sorry. For me, a lot of the toys I ended up picking, I used, like, the moniker most dangerous when I was Googling to help me guide. But it it was a weird discontinued thing I saw. Um, and it's this is very upsetting. So I hate to start a scrim. But mini hammocks, uh, they've been around for decades. And they weren't recalled officially until the year 2000. Uh, You cannot find these on eBay. And it's because children actually did die. The problem with the mini hammock is that the mini hammock does not have that stretch bar along either side. You know, when you sit in a hammock, there's a big stick of wood on either end that keeps it flat. Mini hammock didn't have that. So kids would get, and they were small for kids, but they would get like wrapped up and tied up and trapped in them and they could suffocate or it could get wrapped around their heads. And this is really depressing. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Oh, but that is my number five. Uh, oh. Probably one of the most dangerous toys. And like, why make a mini hammock? The regular, the, the normal sized ones are fine. Should for it come kids. back? Clearly no. No. Because it's a weapon. Just use regular hammocks, kids. Uh, yeah. And that's all I have to say. And again, well, how long did it take, Matt? A minute. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not that far into this episode. Okay. Um, number four. I, my number four um, is it, the horrifying toy that I found. It's called Boglins. I don't know what that is. I have to Google that immediately. Yes. So Boglins. Wait, can you spell it for me? Uh, bog. It, exactly how it sounds. All uh, right. Bog You're... and L-I-N-S. It was oh. actually created by former oh. Jim Henson people. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, this is very Jim Henson. Jesus, these are expensive. Yeah, they're they're pretty horrifying. They're they're um, expensive and like they're fifty bucks in box. Some are more expensive out of box. Like, 
Oh my gosh, this is a nightmare. This is nightmare fuel. So this came out in, oh, I gotta, I gotta hang on. Oh no. Why is this one? This one looks like a clown. <laughs> you know. Um, oh so yes, my God. <laughs> this was originally created by Jim Henson Company alumni, Tim Clark, Maureen Trotto, and Larry Mass in 1986. Um, well, there were baby ones. Oh no! <laughs> so they were. <gasps> that one glows. We'll definitely post some pictures, but they they were packaged in unique wooden crate-like boxes and bent plastic jail bars. And it was in that like monster craze, like you know gremlins and things like that. Like oh, this so, one's cute. It looks like a, a detective. And so um, they were. How do I best describe them? They Horrid. were. Like blob, like gobliny type things. Yeah, they're literally like a round head with arms. Yeah, and and they look like like they almost look like someone cut out faces from like a really old scary tree that was animated. Mm. And they like squished, and uh, there was a cartoon series and a com- oh sorry there was no accompanying cartoon series or comic book my bad that was one of the big things uh however the back of the packaging had bogologist field notes and established the science of bogology and so it, it, it it's it's a it's it was a weird like puppet thing so you had control over what they looked like and how what faces they made it it was they're they're I agree with you that they're very Jim Hensony and they are very cool and Chris well should these come back well guess what they're back <laughs> you can buy Boglins uh, no thank you yeah you can buy them and there's some if you go to the the theboglins dot com you can oh, see them getting into all kinds of shenanigans like the eating the Eiffel Tower playing a rock concert Holy splashing God. in a pond. Yeah, King Drool, King Vlob, and King Dwork. King Dwork says, pick me and we'll have a boggin' good time. I'll no. try not to knock you out with my farts and we can prank call your grandma no. together. No, 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 no. Oh, and there's merch. There's pins because that's a big thing. No, this is hard. This is heinous. No, no, burn it. Burn it to the ground. I like, I was, here's what I was going to say. I was going to say, I think this could have a resurgence if we changed the aesthetic of them. Uh, but then I was like, you know what? This is a thing that that is still happening in the world. Like I was, I remember a couple of years ago, I was at Barnes and Noble, and they had these terrifying, terrifying like plush things with big teeth, like with teeth, like with human teeth. And it had like button eyes, and I don't know what it was, and I don't know why it was, and I hate it. It's the hor- it's the so horrifying that you can't look away. Like that that's the thing about it is it's just I can't look away at this. But I I'm I'm not sure who 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 is it for. I like, think it's to help us determine which which children we need to just lock in a closet after they become an adult. <laughs> like who oh. are we going to lock away so they can't like whoever thinks that's fun or interesting or cute looking, we got to put you in a box. Yeah, I, I do kind of like the aesthetic of it, knowing that it's like Jim Henson Company. That, and now I mean, we need to put you in a box. <laughs> my Muppet, my Muppet bias is showing. <laughs> that just makes me think of SpongeBob. Hey, Patrick, what? Your genius is showing. <gasps> no. <laughs> uh, but this isn't genius. This is heinous. Um, are you happy these have come back then, Matt? 
I mean, I'm not gonna go out and buy one. Though I do want to go. Uh, I, 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 I want. I, I would buy that one, but it would re- be risky because uh, he could knock me out with his farts, and I don't really want to prank call my grandma. So. Yeah, I think your grandma has been through enough. She she apparently had to deal with having a Furby in her household. <laughs> All right, what's your number four? My number four is a 1940s toy called the Austin Magic Pistol. Um, <laughs> you can still get one on eBay. I was only able to see one for $650. I don't know when it went away. I don't think it was discontinued or pulled. I think just, you know, time went on and they stopped making it. Uh, but the Austin Magic Pistol was a real combusting scientific looking thing are you looking at a picture yep, yep. It, it it's like a metal thing and it, it almost looks like it looks like i remember when i was a kid there used to be like fake guns where you pulled the trigger and it would like spin something on the inside so it'd make a whizzing sound and there would be like some kind of flash from the inside it's kind of like that only this thing used some kind of i don't know what like actual sparks and actually shot a fireball thing out the like not like a physical ball that would fly but like out of the front of the gun came this sparky fire thing that just like vanished into the ether but if i were like to go up to matt and put my austin magic pistol right up on his arm and pulled the trigger yeah he'd have some third degree burns on him and that was yeah. a toy that we gave to children um now i think over time have i, I told you the story so chris I, my best day in high school <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> I was, I, you know what? I was excited. I was like, there's going to be a story. And then you said, my, and then I was like, wait a minute. He's going to tell me about the mercury spill, isn't he? <laughs> oh, like what a, like, I, I just, I, I, I love, I love this time. I, I, I love it. I love everything about it. Now, I don't think this should necessarily come back. Um, but it, it has this look about it of something, a toy that's out right now that I actually really like. Um, I like guns that shoot stupid foam things. Okay. Like, you know, you can buy like the, the pigs that shoot the little foam balls out of their mouth. Like you squeeze them and like the thing shoots out of its mouth. Or like, yeah. I like an old fashioned cork gun, like those wooden cork guns where you like, you have to pull yeah. it in the air pushes. I think those are cute. And I think those are the guns we should give our children. We shouldn't give them the real ones with the BBs. We should give them these cute little cork ones um, where the, it, there's a string like and they're like going to Winnie the Pooh has when he's yes. trying to like with yes. heffalumps and woozles. Yeah, correct. We need he to like give Winnie them. The we, because you know what, that's going to protect you from heffalumps and woozles and burglars. Yeah, yeah. Um, be like Winnie the Pooh, kids, um, and get stuck in your best friend's front door. <laughs> Eat so much food that you get stuck in your best friend's front door. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so no, I don't think this should come back. It's a dangerous thing. Uh, but I think the idea of like a cute, like scientific, futuristic-looking thing that shoots like a foam ball is fine. Okay. Number right. three. Yes, number three. Do you want uh, a toy that will haunt you forever um, that really shouldn't? We've uh, had several pick up, already. Pick up the What's-Her-Face dolls. Oh, no. Uh, this was a doll that, great idea. The shtick was you can draw the doll's face on yourself. Okay. But what this meant was you bought a faceless doll. <laughs> And they're very scary. <laughs> wow, this is a little unsettling. And like, it's, there's like, 
I can see like the oh, it could look like this. No kid's gonna draw like that. Yeah. Even when your kid draws on it, it's gonna be absolutely terrifying. Yeah. So so again, great great idea. But yes, so you could like change out the hair and you could draw the face on and which again like very nice but yes most of the pictures that i'm seeing are like just faceless dolls in clothes apparently you can still get these in the box for 50 to 70 dollars or out of the box for a lot cheaper than that but yeah um i and i also think that um the name the, the name of what's her face dolls that doesn't roll off the tongue real well and what's your face is what you say when you can't remember something <laughs> it looks like somebody act their kid accidentally drew what's your face with like a sharpie and they couldn't get it off on this one ebay one <laughs> and i also think anytime that you allow anybody even if it is children or have a, or give adults access to drawing anything on a doll that's just going to end badly absolutely so, so i will say if if there was a way I, I I think this this has the potential to do something in a comeback, but also we have like digital things now that you can do this digitally and you can do the whole outfit and make a face where there's, you know, a thousand different eyes. I mean, how yeah, many, it's, it's called The Sims. Yeah, exactly. The Sims exist. And how many games nowadays come out where it's like you're an adventurer and you can choose between infinite combinations of Absolutely. what your adventurer looks like. So, Absolutely. I mean, that's that's what this is. Sorry, there's a, a fake skeleton sitting next to me, and I almost knocked it out of its chair. Oh, that would have been funny. Yeah, you would have heard this big c- c- cacophony <laughs> of sound, and I would have just been like, oh. Um, I made a face, and I was like, oh, I should explain it so people understand why I made a weird face. But the only one who can see it is Matt, and I always make weird faces. Yep, it doesn't phase me anymore. So, so what's you don't your number think, three? Oh, my number three? I was going to say, you. so you don't think what's-her-face should come back? No, no. At yeah. this point, like, get that out of here. I, I do agree. Cute idea. Uh, my get number weak th- sauce out of there. My number three, I wanted to make it my number one, uh, but I couldn't um, because I found out something really disturbing about one of the things I picked. And so therefore that had to become my number one. But so my number three is the AC Gilbert glass blowing set. Yes. AC Gilbert um, coming at you again. Because this this set had kids blowing glass over an open flame. Wait, did the kit come with like a way to make an open flame? Yep. Like a Bunsen burner? It can't I it's hard to see what it is, but yeah, there's like the stuff in there to have it and have it keep going and like the tubes for blowing the glass and What ages was this for? I don't think it says. It's just for kids. Here, kids, kids. <laughs> Blow glass over. I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to imagine like, all right, kids, like today you're just walking in and my seven-year-old kid is like blowing glass. And <laughs> I mean, I'm not like, there were some weird ones. There was like one where they had to manipulate and play with metal, like a bunch of weird things. I love the AC Gilbert Library. It's fascinating oh. to me. You can read the full manual online. The full manual is like a downloadable PDF still. Ooh. You can buy the, there's only one that I could see. You can buy the manual for some reason, but there's only one full glass blowing set for $130 on the eBay. Okay. Um, do I think this should come back? No. Um, I think there's a safe way to do it. I remember when I was a kid, there was this toy that never worked because I had it. Where you'd put this like gunk, this thing on the end of a straw and blow through the straw. And it was supposed to be like a plastic bubble. That that was a big thing when I was a kid where bubbles that wouldn't pop upon yes. contact. 
I remember like that was the technology that amazed us as kids. (laughs) And so I think like, yeah, we could maybe maybe find a better way to like blow a plastic bubble that we could shape and form to give you the. Oh, excuse me. I'd be yelling on a podcast Um, (laughs) to give you the feel of glass blowing. um, I I. Knowing what glass blowing is, I mean, the temperatures you have to get the glass to and the spinning and the no, no, that is so dangerous. That is so dangerous. If you want your kid to learn glass blowing or experience it, go to a professional glass blower and like have them like I've seen places do this where they allow regular people to like they show they show demonstrations and other stuff like that. Like just go, go. Go to the hands of a. Oh my gosh, I can't speak. <laughs> I didn't realize that was my co-host was Porky Pig. Go, go to the hands of a professional. There we go. Professional. Why it was so hard to say? I'm getting old. It's only nine fifteen at night, and I'm like, and I haven't even anything to drink either. Um, yes, no, you should go to a professional because this sounds like a great way to have your house burned down. I mean, yeah. hey, you know what? If you're looking to collect on some insurance, go for it. <laughs> buy that buy that kit. Buy that Pull glass. That glass. Set. But no way in Hades should that make a comeback. Okay. Matt, what's your number two? My number two. Uh, we start getting into the synergy here. We have My Pet Monster. My Pet Monster. That sounds familiar. My Pet Monster. This is a a character plush that... uh, uh, Uh Oh. 1986. Uh, It's uh, popular in the late 80s, early 90s. It had blue fur, horns, a fang smile, and but the big recognizable feature is the orange plastic handcuffs. Yes. And and they also had handcuffs that could be worn by children. Don't worry, it had like a breakaway link, so... You didn't like handcuff yourself. Yeah, wow. This thing ranges a lot. Like a lot of them are in the hundreds. You can buy just the orange uh, handcuffs for $95. Wow, that's a lot. Wow. This is um, cute though. See, the, see yeah. if the, the those weird things that you like, the Jim Henson things, looked like this, I'd be okay with them. But this is fun. This, yeah, I, a, this I saw a Pop Funko of him too. You can buy a Pop Funko. Are you of serious? My okay, that's monster. unnecessary. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, did you know that uh, there's media of this? So they. What do you mean media? Oh, there is a direct-to-video special in 1986 Good. entitled "My Pet Monster," where a boy named Max and his sister Melanie go to a museum and see a monster-like statue that Dr. Snyder had brought back from the Middle East. After being exposed to the statue and sunlight simultaneously. Max finds himself turning into a furry blue monster whenever he gets hungry. Dr. Snyder tries to hold him captive, but Max escapes and eludes him. Oh, my. Um, You should see what I just sent you, by the way. Oh, that that is horrifying. What is yeah, that? Yeah, that's the first thing that popped up when I put my pet monster into eBay. And it is apparently the Knickerbocker MCM Realistic Dog 30-inch Plush with Orange uh, glass eyes and it's $171 but I saw it and I thought that that's what my pet monster was and I was like oh oh no what yeah, is no, this no, no no this is this is, I, I think this one's like really cute um and there was a tv show as well one season uh uh it, it did not follow the same it like plot of the movie like it had there was a whole max was still into it but I think was the movie animated 
I believe so. Yes. Oh no, I think it was a um, live action. I think it was like live action and and animation. Um, hang on. Uh, let's see. I just uh, I googled it. No, it's live action. It is live action. Yes, yes. Um, and then it had a cartoon series as well. And and uh, there was. I, I love that one of the adversaries was Max's neighbor. Mr. Hinkle, who always thought that Max was up to no good. And so it just, that's just like the classic late 80s, early 90s that like, so, oh, that darn kid getting. Oh, there's a lot of product for this. Yeah. Like yeah, there's, there's little plastic action figures, too. Yeah, this 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 got quite the treatment. Uh, this was the first I had heard of it. And this seemed like this was quite the thing. I'm down diggity with this. Yeah, like I, I want this to come back like this is in my comeback. Like, let's bring back my pet monster. I wouldn't mind if this came back and this was like a cute like TV show with some product. Like I'm, I can get, I can get behind this. Yeah, like the monster's cute, but like scary. Like yeah. this reminds me of like you know like when I was a kid, Halloween was like vampires and witches and werewolves, and they weren't terrifying. Um, but today, like Halloween is like a man with knives on his fingers is going to take out your colon, like. <laughs> And so my point being, I know I'm circling the airport here, but this to me brings back those like Halloween, like monsters aren't like evil and they're not going to like rip you in half. And like, I'm not going to watch them slurp your lung out from half of your torso. This is like, this to me, friendly monster. It makes me think, because when I was a kid, I used to love Halloween. I used to love like monster things. Like I used to, and this is why is because like, yeah, they might've been spooky or scary, but like, like the Adams family, like they camped it up enough where like I was comfortable with it. Like I loved like cool skull glasses and, and like cool mood, like the, like little cute animatronic, like things that would like stir pots or like have the glowy eyes. Like I loved that stuff as a kid. Yeah. And now you go into like a spirit Halloween and Freddy Krueger, is gonna like poke your eye out, kid. Uh, which like real quick sign tangent. The best thing I ever did was, you know, like how there's, there's those like step pads in a Spirit Halloween or any Halloween store. Yeah. So I was walking down an aisle looking for a costume. This was a good. Oh gosh, this might have been ten years ago at this point. This is not how it's not gonna go. And I I didn't realize I had stepped on a pad, and all of a sudden I heard uh, like the sound of something activating. I was like, huh, what's that? And I turned my head just in time to see there was like a row. Like with like a shelf on top, so like the uh, costumes with them. There's the shelf on top where this like what looked like a wire gray black furry spider was sitting, and then it just lunged at me, <laughs> and I let out the most blood curdling scream of my life. I almost hit the deck, and then I like I looked down. I saw I had stepped on something, but oh, I saw my life flash before my eyes. <laughs> and that was the time you almost died in a spirit Halloween. Mm-hmm. What's your number two? My number two. <laughs> uh, so my number two is going to be Zulu Blowgun. <laughs> uh, this, this, oh, oh my gosh. It is a toy from 1927. Um, it's had different resurgences, but it's, it's uh, initial existence was 1927. You can technically still get something along this lines. The original one, like it came with like longer, like, very thin, like almost porcupine spine kind of darts and the gun and um, little targets. Uh, you can get one today for $200 on eBay. It is very culturally inappropriate. Um, <laughs> 
what people in the twenties being culturally inappropriate? That doesn't sound like that's um, right. But you can still buy like toy blow guns for kids, just like the size of the dart is different, and it's not like as like skinned to look like this like like deep jungle tribey look. It's more cartoony uh, and like neon. Yeah, it's like neon, and the darts are small, but they're pins. And the problem is, is when you give these to your kids. They don't inhale before they put their lips on the toy. <laughs> oh, no. So there are oh, kids who no. just put their lips on and to blow, they inhale and then just suck this push pin essentially into their throat. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. No one's up. No, there aren't reports of anyone dying, but like it's not pleasant. Yeah, um, that would be a scary like, yeah, here we go. Oh, oh, gosh. But yeah, so that's that was my number two. And the thing is, is like. I do kind of think it's cute as a concept, but I think like you need like I don't know why no one hasn't done this. Put like a safety guard. You know what's gonna happen though? The kids are gonna put it in the wrong end, so like you can't yeah. you can't win. But um, I like I don't hate it, but it's it no it's no. I think like Nerf guns and everything exist. Like. What, like what kid wants to walk around with a blow dart gun? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of I would. It's cool. Like I have a I got a Nerf shotgun because I thought it was cool. Like yeah, why is again, that useful? It isn't. You can only have two little darts in it. But I looked like I was like going quail hunting, <laughs> and like when you like opened it, like because you had to put them in these like small orange yeah, cartridges. Yeah. And then you popped it and they popped out just like it does like in like those old British dramas where like in Downton Abbey when they all go hunting. See, like, that makes sense. I Because I had one of those too in college and that's why I bought it is because it, you felt awesome when you, you fired it and then and then the shells popped out and then you like reload it and then you could like cock it back. And yeah, like that that makes sense why it's cool. I felt awesome and safe. Yes. <laughs> I will go back to my earlier point that I think we should still only have, I don't know, maybe Nerf guns are a different kit and caboodle that's a conversation for another time quite frankly uh especially because we need to get to number one the The wuzzles yes okay so these were plush that and had a tv show was made by disney and hasbro they were mashups of two animals so my god i have no idea what this is a bumble lion a, which was a, a bumblebee and a tight uh, lion. You had a butter bear, which was a mashup of a uh, butterfly and a bear. An elaroo, which was a elephant and a kangaroo. A hopopotamus, which was a, a rabbit and a hippopotamus. A moosel, which was a mashup between a moose and a seal. And then a rhinoke, which was a mashup between a rhino and a monkey. And then there also came a koalakeet, a pandiver, pa- pandiver, which was a mashup between a panda and a beaver, and a panda and a beaver, a piggy pine, a scowl, a tycoon, which was a tiger and a raccoon, and a walrus, which was a mashup of a sheep and a walrus. And hmm. oh, that's these, cute! These things are a super walrus. adorable. I love the concept of them, and oh yeah. They got a TV show. How long did it run? It only ran for one season because, unfortunately, one of the main voice actors, his name was Bill Scott. He died. Oh, and that kind of torpedoed the the second season. But I, I'm not going to go through reading all of the synopsis. But this was my favorite. So everything in this world uh, is is a mashup of something. So they live in the Isle of Was. 
Uh, so they eat appleberries and they have a telephonograph and they live in luxury home called Castle Scrapers. And uh, uh, it, it, it's it's fantastic. Um, apparently there was a board game of this as well. Um, uh, which is a whole nother thing. But um, so this uh, episode, this is episode 11 of the season. This is called The Main Course. And this is the synopsis. After being attacked by pirates, part parrot, part rat, the Wuzzles sail to an island where Hoppo is mistaken for a god by a tribe of pig mice who intend to throw her into a volcano as a sacrifice. I love that. What is going on? So did it, I need to ask this, did the show end on like a big cliffhanger? Is um, this like Sky Dancers where we don't know whatever happened to what's her name's foot so or leg, big, whatever the, was wrong with her? The big villain was a Crocosaurus. It was half crocodile, half dinosaur. Um, he's a bad tempered, lazy, vile, ignorant, and bully that does anything to get what he wants. That um, every, every nineties and eighties cartoon villain was a lazy bully and vile yes. always. Yes. So, um, the, the last episode is after visiting the new neighbor, zillionaire tycoon, the aforementioned part tiger, part raccoon, the wuzzles are given a money tree, which they obsess over. Crocosaurus, however, plans to steal it for himself. So I don't know if like it ended on a cliffhanger of like, did the Crocosaurus get it or not? But I gotta say, I love this idea of like mashing up two animals and they did it. Like it, it sounds weird. But, like when I first, when I first heard like, wait, rhino you mashed up a rhino and a monkey. It's adorable. No, they are very cute. Like I do they're agree. super cute. I do um, agree. Like I, I would absolutely. Uh, this is one of those things that I feel like could have been really weird and creepy, and they're not. Like the the walrus, the lamb, and the and the walrus. Oh my gosh, it's so adorable. Like I want it. I want to snuggle with it right now. So you uh, want this back? Oh, I want it back now. Like right now. I so I I don't hate it. I I do enjoy it, but at the same time, I'm like I don't know if it would have the same audience because of how media has gone. So I don't know if it would be able to be successful and I wouldn't want them to come back and break your little heart if they got discontinued yet again. Here's the good news. Um, I am now researching on eBay. You can get these for very reasonable prices. So like I can get a, uh, the Rhino key for $28. I can get a, uh, Bumble lion for 2078. I can, there were books. Yeah, you can I can get the bid. books and read them to your kids. There's one hour and 33 minutes left on an Ellaru, and I can get it for maybe $10. Are you going to? No. <laughs> my, my wife would be like, what in the world? <laughs> Better than you what? getting the freaking AC Gilbert uranium set that you said you wanted. <laughs> I mean, or, you know. Or the like $100 crazy bones you and I wanted to buy from Korea. Where were they? I, I don't Brazil? remember. Brazil? They were in Brazil. Be way more expensive. But but like th- this is doable. Like I can just go get one of these. Um there's there's a kite I can buy. The kite is more expensive than the plush. What what's what in the world? <laughs> it was probably a limited run of the kite. It's a vintage 1985 new sealed Hasbro Wuzzles kite. It's just a normal kite. There's nothing special about it. Does anyone fly kites anymore? Is that a thing? I don't know. We haven't really been allowed to go outside for the past like year and a half. Allowed. We're not supposed to. I did see I was I was I, I now that I make that joke, I was out on a walk last summer. 
was, you know, it was one of the few things we could do. And this man at the park, like in the downtown park area by, uh, by my house had this like pirate ship kite. And when I say that, I mean, I want you to picture like ship in a bottle pirate ship, but it's a kite. That's pretty neat. So it wasn't like flat. It had like a physical structure. And I just stood there and I was like, I want to watch this thing get air. I need to know. It was really cool. It was really up and cool. So there's some there's someone out there that's flying a kite. Cool. Up to its highest height. Yes. And send it soaring up. Okay, to I, I, the atmosphere. <laughs> we don't have time for this. <laughs> it's not a long song. <laughs> uh, what's your number one? My number one, and I put it here because I could not believe how dangerous this was, or that it won an award, even though it was dangerous. Uh, was Aqua Dots? Aquadots. Aquadots have a lot of different names, but that's kind of one of the major names it's known by. Made in the mid-2000s and was pulled in 2007. Now, in 2007, Aquadots won an award for being the best toy in Australia. It won an Australian Best Toy Award in 2007, the same year it was pulled because children were getting sick. Really sick. So what Aquadots was, fun fact, you cannot get this on eBay. There's a reason. Um... It was essentially, there were a lot of toys like these, like like a small, cute little art thing. You would order it off the TV, um, like almost. I'm seeing why this is, you can't get this anymore. Yeah, I was like, you're making a face. Um, and it's like, you would put these little dots on like this template and make a design. And then you'd break out this like spray bottle of water and spray it down. And then they the, the dots would solidify glue and hold their form there was a reason why and matt is reading it now and to make a very long story short the thing they used to make this this, the chemical in these little beads that were used to do this was essentially ghb or you know the date rape drug so when kids as kids are wont to do would swallow these beads whole the the you know the fluids in their bodies, their saliva, in their esophagus, stomach acids, would trigger the GHB and cause the kids to have overdoses, which are lethal. And kids were getting sick, and the kids who weren't getting sick were having GHB reactions. Oh, my gosh. And somehow, which I could not figure out, this toy was awarded as the best toy and by well, concept, it's cute, and it fits with all those mid-2000s TV order art things. Oh, it looks great. Like, it looks really, really cool. But it was made but... cheaply and poisoned children left, right, and center. And there was oh, a big class word. action suit. It was a whole thing. Wow. Whole yeah. thing. Yeah, you, that, I, there's a good reason why you can't get those. Um, I don't think it should come back. I also think we're in a weird time in our lives where I don't think kids are as want to be crafty as when we were kids. Like, I remember, like, blow pens. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, I I actually I beg to differ. I know a lot of kids who are really crafty. I would love. I know know a lot of kids. I know a lot of kids that are into baking. That's what I've I've I. That's that's TikTok for you. Well, but baking is really popular on TikTok. That's where all the kids are. But you know what? If that's what they're getting into, fine by me. (laughs) I baked as a kid, but I was a weird child. If the next generation is going to make me food and treats, I'm in. 
you and your treats. Oh man. Oh, we had cake today at work. It was great. Um, but that was my, do you think Aquadot should come back with their GHB? (laughs) No, but I do think the Wuzzles should come back. Ugh. What about Aquadart art of the Wuzzles? Still no. (laughs) Um, I I mean, other art of the Wuzzles, I'm in. I'm, you know what? I'm really surprised, uh, that we didn't have anything in common. I think that's because you took it as dangerous and I just took it as weird and then... But I think some of the things that, like, I mean, come on, the glass blowing kit is kind of weird. Yeah, that is kind of weird. And, like, the Zulu darts are kind of weird. The mini hammock, not so much. Aquadot, not so much. What was my fifth thing? What was my other thing? <laughs> Go back and listen. I, I'll have to. I closed out my list after I said my last one, so I can't remember what yeah, the other what thing I was. Do. I closed it out. But I think, I mean, I think I found some some weirder things, but... Yeah, no, it was, and I don't even know if I would have picked those in terms of weird. Like, I think Stretch Armstrong is pretty effing weird. Yeah, but I, I, I get why that's fun. It's fun to like. It, it, I mean, it's the same thing we have um, in our sensory toys. We have um, like just elastic bands, essentially those rubbery mm-hmm. bands, just go like that. I, I think probably the reason why Stretch Armstrong was popular is because it was like a sensory toy that just wasn't labeled as a sensory toy fair but now we label things as sensory toys because because we because we've realized that oh people have sensory processing problems and that's one of those things that i've I've realized i'm like holy cow I, it's a wonder that i'm a functioning adult <laughs> right i mean we've talked about that we talked about that with uh the clackers and you said the poppets would you're obsessed with yeah yeah oh yeah my my kids like to play with the poppets and i like to play with them <laughs> well that was that was a very fun experiment i enjoyed that very much we were yeah. going to do something not we weren't going to we were going to do some kind of something similar in our last season for our penultimate episode and then somebody was like oh can you talk about jasta and we're like yeah f what we were gonna do um so i'm really ha- like i mean I, I i'm happy we did jasta but i am happy we got to do this something a little different something yeah. to spice it up especially to, to bring us on into our big finale episode next week which is going to be Beanie Babies, and we have a. Oh, we've already we've already told them that Casey was going to come on. Never mind. I was going to say we have a surprise, but you you were so <laughs> excited. We have our first special guest for our final episode, which is going to be super awesome. We're really good at remembering what we said already. You know, have I told you the story, Chris? <laughs> Oh, that one time goodness. in high school yes that one time in high school the best day the best day in high school chris uh, <laughs> all right um uh, i think we end this tour here chris if they want to get a hold of us how do they do that if you would like to reach out to matter i about um anything coming up before next episode um and we're going to give you a breakdown of uh what our upcoming hiatus will look like in the next episode um so if you're wondering what that looks like don't worry we will address it soon or if you just want, like, you know, ask us about life things, you know, what we we'll think of. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give our opinions. If you want to see pictures of Matt as a kid, you can wait a week. Or you could reach out to us on Instagram. And if you want to reach out to us on Instagram, our Instagram handle is at discontinued on display. On Twitter, we are at discontinued pod. And if you want to shoot us an email, we are discontinued on display at gmail.com. And after they've messaged us lovely, lovely things and liked all of our posts, Matt, what should they do after that? They should rate and review us. Five stars, five stars. Um, Subscribe to the podcast. It really does help us. uh, And we appreciate those that have done it. Thank you. Um, And for that, um, I'm going to say that again. (laughs) 
I guess that's going to be it for tonight. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with us, um, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye for now. That's all, folks. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.